0: This is the BBC.
1: This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK.
0: BBC
2: Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts.
1: Guys, this is your warning.
2: We do swear, occasionally.
1: Every now and then, we'll say the word... Sometimes. 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 And even maybe. But don't let that put you off, we're nice people.
2: We beep them out. So your kids can listen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy!
2: And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley falls down the
3: track, comes scoring. This time Chicken X. It's either six or out, it's six.
1: Hello and welcome back to No Balls of Cricket Podcast with me, Kate Cross, you, Alex Hartley and no one else because I'm still in a room isolating.
2: (laughs) No one else. We have got a guest, baby. Two guests. Two guests and not being funny, but it's a really long episode. So shall we just jump straight in? Well, should we just... Are you all right? How are you doing? Honestly, I'm so good. Last three days of freedom... Coming to New Zealand, quarantine's been cut short for both of us. What a winner. Yes.
1: Yeah, we were like day four of quarantine and we got this message through from the government being like, you only got to do seven days, not ten. Amazing. What a
2: winner.
1: Right, you're all good. I'm all good. Here's our guest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is finally time to invite the <laughs> queens of cricket onto this podcast. We've got the scrunt. Natho, Catherine and Nat, welcome to No Balls of Cricket Podcast.
0: <laughs> the Scrunt. Hi! <laughs> the Scrunt, that's absolutely outrageous. Natho Scrunt. Natho
1: scrunch. <laughs> Do, you, do Natho. you have a name that we call you that you prefer? The Siver Brunt? I mean,
0: Briver, Briver's slightly less rude.
1: Briver over Scrunt.
0: Yeah. Um, Scrunt <laughs> when you're in trouble. Natho's probably... Natho is the least offensive in it. Let's go with that one. Natho. Right.
2: Well, thank you very much for coming on our podcast, Natho. How are you both? And how's quarantine been? Um, currently, uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten
0: being um, not okay. We're about nine. So <laughs> once we get out of here, I'm hoping the slow decline back to one being, you know, a supreme being will happen very quickly.
1: Do you like, is it actually better, you two being together, do you think? Or sh- would you have rather done this separately? To be honest. Um, I think,
3: well, it's definitely better together. Last night was probably the peak of Catherine's um, cabin fever <laughs> really hitting.
0: Ella Donison's our neighbor. <laughs> she made no complaints, but I was making noises like a banshee and shaking that. Um, a few times I'll shout and help me as
1: well <laughs> yeah. runty you're you get cabin fever when you're not in a cabin like when you're out in the open so honestly I can't imagine what it must be like quarantining for seven days with you do you know what when
3: <laughs> when it gets to the evening for some reason like I get really tired uh, my eyes go really bloodshot Catherine really gets annoyed at me for that but then when we when we're trying to go to sleep, Catherine like doesn't, so she just tries to fight.
0: I feel like everyone can <laughs> um sympathize with me when your partner's literally knackered and sleeping and you're laying there rocking like some crazy person thinking, Oh, how can I entertain myself in the dark? <laughs> oh, I'll talk to myself. Oh, maybe
2: I could Catherine, try and re- You can shuffle your iPod.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, so yeah, that's I'm just not patient enough. Maybe I should watch, listen to No Balls. <laughs> That'll send you to sleep. Yeah, you'd be great. <laughs> that's the key. So we
1: we thought we'd go in with the hard hitting questions to start with. You know, we've actually been asked this on the podcast before. Um, what is it like when your future wife drops a dolly off you? <laughs> Can't see me face right now. <laughs> Who did you ask before? <laughs> I know it got asked to us last week on the podcast, what happened? How how did the team deal with it?
3: <laughs> I don't know how the team dealt with it, but um probably similar to me, just go like this. <laughs> just hide.
2: I've actually now made make any eye contact. <laughs> there was a video of the drop catch so I made a gif of you like you just played dead you're like <laughs> pretend it didn't happen pretend it didn't happen and so I've made this gif and I wanted to tweet it when you won the game but you didn't win so I've like just got in my draft <laughs> That's oh
0: awesome. dear you should send
2: it for lols um, you can use it for other things
3: such as um I don't know when you when maybe you've realized that you're going to be in quarantine it. for 10 days with Catherine Hilarious. I think my, my favourite
1: part of the drop <laughs> catch was when I think that you might have had Brunty's hat to give back to at the end of the over and she pretended to slap you across the face.
0: <laughs> I think it was actually a right hook. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I mean always good. Just how do we it's lucky you acts? didn't have
3: the hat as well. If if there was a drop catch and the broken hat at the same time.
1: Yeah, I got in trouble like
0: my day. favorite reaction that wasn't even anything to do with And that it was actually Anya <laughs> off my bowling just a simple one casual one down to third man turned into <laughs> some sort of boundary and Anya just stood up bolt up as soon as it went past It just like was like sort of you know to the floor angled to the floor and then just bolt upright suddenly <laughs> like what's his name, from WWF, The Undertaker, just stood up, <laughs> bolt right, and then just stared and, like, looked and went, and I, was, I mean, I couldn't even react, because it was actually quite funny. <laughs> but, um,
2: in, all se- in all seriousness, what is it actually like playing together? Is it something you've had to get used to, or something you've or you played together so long you're used to it by now?
3: Well. Well? Well. I mean, when a catch does come, it is... Terrifying. It is slightly terrifying, but I think that everyone feels that anyway.
0: (laughs) Everyone said (laughs) that's like the main feedback my whole career is. Fielding off my bowling is terrifying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Alex has definitely told you that before.
0: (laughs) I do apologise to all past and present for that feeling (laughs) they um, have had to endure. I don't mean for it. Um,
2: Yeah, sorry. But Uh, I I remember once fielding or misfielding a ball like... The thing that you shouldn't do is look up at the big screen when you miss field a ball, and it was on Catherine, and she was like, "She's." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not she. That was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were <laughs> at fielding. Now, let's not beat about the bush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, in, <don't> in, <laughs> spin. <laughs> What's it like? What's well, like? to be honest, I'm a serious now. It's I, 99% brilliant. I love it. Aww. Like I'm a I'm a very needy person and I get quite lonely. So without Natty, I reckon my the last part of my career, which I'm going through now, would not have been happening. I wouldn't have been as rejuvenated, I don't think. Like I just it got to a point where I was just like losing gas, losing motivation, but then that like pumps all that back up. And gives me a, like a reason to hang around and, and enjoy myself again. So they, there's a serious part, if you like. That's really <laughs> sweet.
1: I feel the yeah. same way about you, Nat, as well. You rejuvenate things.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's um, some good feedback. Thank you. I'll use my
0: rejuvenating qualities. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed there's none for me there? That was all one sided. Thanks. And I mean, I mean, amazing chat. It,
3: it, We always, I think we always take ourselves for granted because other people in the team who have got partners have to leave them at home. And that will happen to us, which could be a bit of a shock. (laughs) I know, but on the
0: flip side of that, people do ask me how on earth do you spend every single second of every single day all year round with Natalie and vice versa? And it's easy. Honestly, we literally have no problems. The only problems incur is when I... Have I, I am just a little bit loopy sometimes. And then it's on Nat to deal with it. And obviously we all know Nat's got the patience of a saint. So she's like copes <laughs> with it better than literally anyone in this entire world, hence why we are together forever.
1: And just to, <laughs> just to confirm the loopiness, no one can see this, but Brunty's actually just um gouging at a kiwi fruit with a knife right now and eating it <laughs> off the blade. <laughs> <laughs> She couldn't couldn't
3: go into the other room and get a teaspoon. She just found the knife instead.
0: Couldn't find a spoon. Which is a spoon. Yeah, that's Barnsley chat for you.
1: (laughs) So you two, you've obviously told the world that you two are together. Like, was that an easy decision to do? Or was that something you're quite reserved about? Like, how did it come about? I think, Mm -hmm. well, actually,
3: there was quite a long time gap between us officially being together and well I mean a lot longer time gap between us unofficially being together but officially being together and then telling people outside of the team and our family but I, that was that wasn't because I don't think that was because we didn't want to but because there was a lot um
0: there was, a lot, there was a lot more to it than yeah what people understand Probably more so for me than Natalie because yeah. that's just really easy going. Um, Luckily, my family is
3: very easy going. Yeah, as well.
0: but you, and also she doesn't see like the dangers or the the what ifs or the the question marks that I do. So my, me naturally as a person, I can walk down a street and I'm thinking of if if I, if a car was to swerve near me now, where's where do how, how do I get out? Where do I jump? And do I pull now or push her? Stuff like, honestly, I'm not even being funny. This is the inside of Kathy B's brain. I'm also thinking if there's an emergency or somebody's running at me, what do I do in that situation? Where's my exits? That's how I think when I walk down a street and generally in life, whereas these things don't go through Nat's head. They don't occur to her. So like with the whole situation of being gay for a start, and then being a couple and then realizing, oh, actually we're we're quite well known. Oh wait, we've got multiple thousand followers. Oh wait, millions of people watch it on TV. If you say something about it, it's not going to be a little bit, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah. So once we realise like the stage we were on and the impact that would have, potentially, um, I think that made it take a lot longer to talk about. Um, but for me. It would have been a lot less had I not had my family in mind. So obviously growing up, I am I was a Christian. My mum is a devout Christian. Some of my siblings still believe in God, but that is just like, so I've like dealt with a lot of shame throughout my whole life. And so just admitting something like that is is not necessarily something I ever wanted to really, because I never wanted to admit that I was really still I still have homophobia like that's not something that anybody would admit to but being gay and homophobic obviously don't go but sometimes I feel like that because that's how I was brought up to be wow. like do you know what I mean which is so I have to like it'll happen in my head and then I'm like whoa stop doing that what are you doing well it's probably a bit to do with a bit of shame still yeah absolutely yeah I still think of myself in that way but that's something I
2: have obviously had I have to deal with and will continue to but so it was clearly like quite a brave decision for you to then go and just tell the world that you were together
0: Mm, massively and the only person I could think about the whole time was my mum because we knew that Nat's mum and dad would be fine with it but I just was I just didn't want it to get back to my mum and then her just feel disappointed in me but
3: so you wanted to I, I can't live my
0: I, you know you can't live your whole life based on the way one person feels like even though that's the most important person to you <laughs> like you can't live your life like that you, you you can't live a happy and balanced life that's the way you go about thinking and feeling yeah. about yourself so yeah it's been a lifelong challenge but I'm in a way better place with it now and that's part and parcel of Helping me feel better about myself all the time, really. Oh
1: well, I'm glad it's better for you now. But I remember when you you first did your interview. I think it was around, was it around Pride Week? Um, an interview came out of like your first one, and I remember all the feedback was just so amazing on it. And you both uh, be so proud of that as well because it is a, it's a big deal to people outside of cricket, let alone within cricket. So good on you both. Yeah,
3: I guess you you never know, like that one that one comment that you get on social media can like sometimes it can really affect you but i i don't remember seeing any no neither. and it was just I, I think it was well a bit of a surprise yeah, to me i was and
0: massively it, blown away by it to be yeah. honest i think i think we did it in a really good way yeah i mean i know you, like we didn't we've never shoved it in anyone's face or paraded ourselves around even though obviously we should feel comfortable enough to act the way we want to act, it's not necessarily how we feel like comfortable in, in a comfortable way. Like, but I think it, we dealt with it in a in a sensitive way, and because this, the world is still learning, unfortunately, and will continue to do so, and yeah. trips and drabs is you know the way forward.
2: Correct. Right. Deep, serious chat gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting emotional and it's 10 o'clock in the morning um, <laughs> about why did you both start playing cricket what was the one reason you both started playing cricket
3: um, I think for me it's difficult to pin it down to one but I was always interested in all sports and just playing any sport that boys could do like i played a lot of football with boys teams and like up until i was i don't know 13 or 12 or 13 i was still in boys teams and yeah so then it felt just normal for me to go and play cricket like with my dad or my brother or um yeah but like our friends so it felt like quite a i mean i i think i was fairly good at it because i had good hand-eye coordination and stuff so
0: oh yeah
3: i had Fair well eye. it was enjoyable it, it like you know hand... when
0: she dropped both my catches <laughs> oh sorry we're <laughs> trying to say <laughs> we are finished talking about that now all right sorry let's move on all right you, <laughs> yeah, did, you clearly go, want to speak I? so you tell me your story <laughs> um now no. um <laughs> me so i'm the runt of the litter. The runt of the brunt. Bron- um, and hence, and probably the shortest, I am literally the official runt. And I think that's why I've got so muscular. Because if you can't grow up, you grow out. Um, <laughs> and if, obviously, I never wanted to think my six foot three elder brother could beat me at anything, which is bizarre why you would ever think, as a small, runty little child, female, you'd be able to beat a ginormous boy you know but I did and so that he was brilliant in basically shaping me as a human I don't think I would be where where I am where I've been if it hadn't been for Daniel he's literally the next one up from me so there's quite a big distance between all of us but the one between me and Daniel is three and a half years Um, so it was here on him to basically deal with me look look after me teach me play with me but you know what they're like older lads they don't want to play with you it's not cool is it you know it's sad lose a little sister hanging out with you so he kept we kept it obviously to backyard and 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 in the house breaking things so i would i would wrestle him it it win everything and that's where my foul language came from because he used to wind me up off the scale so much that I could do nothing except cry, scream, or just swear, or just try and batter him. <laughs> and trying to batter him weren't really the best way because I used to get battered worse back, so um swearing it was. How are you getting into
1: cricket with this? No, mean, this was about cricket.
0: I'm just telling you how yeah. I've become so, like, <laughs> mental probably. But then, I, so I've had to, my sort of... I've not learned from playing with my mum where, you know, the skill level would be low. I've had a, an older, much bigger brother absolutely rinsing me abs- every day at every sport there is. So naturally I became quite good at stuff. and Competitive. I, I, yes. Yeah, massively competitive, but the desire to want to be better all the time. So, like, if I didn't beat him at anything, like I would just keep trying and trying and trying. And so I think that's where I've got my resilience from too. But also like when I came to play girls cricket, honestly, it was a breeze because <laughs> I've been smashed by this older lad that so much that that just felt like, well, what's this? What's that? I've been missing out on some stuff that I could have felt, you know, enjoyable about.
1: I love. I <laughs> think how I good love...
0: you could have been. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love the idea that, like, your brother used to beat you up so much that you thought, I'm going to get him back with a real deceptive away swinger. Like, that, that's the way back in.
3: <laughs> I bet you didn't have the back of uh, the hand when you were bowling. No, I didn't.
1: He, he would have been an all sorts. Me, been in all
0: sorts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you're obviously both very good at cricket. You've st- started way back when. You're very good at cricket. Brunty, you're literally like, the most successful female fastballer that we've had. Nat currently top of the ICC ODI All-Rounder rankings. London well, you think. Woo! So what is the secret to the success, Brunty? How have you had such a long now, career that has got you to where you are right now, scoffing that Kiwi still?
0: Being beaten up by a brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, honestly, it's the way you're shaped, I think, going up like obviously i'm joking about our daniel but he shaped me into a a strong girl I, yeah i was a tomboy but i was like i wasn't a girl going i was a, a just a strong person yeah never looked at myself as a weak girl against strong boys i didn't i just saw myself as someone some person competing against absolutely anyone and it had the desire to to do that even though I was extremely shy and reserved I still wanted to do stuff I still had that desire um but I think playing one of the definitely playing boys and men's cricket really challenges you and puts you out of comfort zone get me wrong sometimes I 100% didn't want to go because I was either scared nervous anxious or you know there was nowhere to change and and stuff like just simple things like that but all these things try to stop you so doing that, I think, was huge for me. Um, I think the things I went through as a kid, like being bullied and the way I felt about myself, and it gave me a, a massive backbone, like the resilience, that's where that's come from, and the kind of you, if you like. So that's that one. And then um, just trying to find the one thing that I really thought I was really good at. So... I never knew what that was growing up because I just didn't know. A, what, I never knew what I wanted to do, and, and B, I didn't. I never thought I was actually good at anything. I just thought I was alright, you know, because I used to get beat all the time. School was horrible. I was never good at education. I just thought, what am I good at? And then mm. finding that one thing that you know you, are because you don't know it straight away. You f- you figure it out. People tell you. You get. You need. So you need right the right people around you, I guess. So surrounding yourself with good people who tell you good things, the truth, and and then
2: help you get there. What's been like the main factor? So every time you get injured or every time you've had to, you know, be a wheelchair around. Why? What's the main reason why you come back? Um, Gosh.
0: because it's a it's a it's a f- challenge. I, so I've always had a lot of people tell me no, or. Told me I wasn't good enough, or told me I'm this and that. Growing up, so and being the youngest of six, like you're the baby. Your siblings they still talk to me like I'm a child, or that you know I I'm not thirty six. I'm twelve, and I've always desperately wanted to be have my parents be proud of me, or just stand out in some way. Stand out in some big way. So it's definitely like. If somebody says the doctor, it's the, I blame it on the doctors too. <laughs> they always said like, "I don't think you can come back from this as a fast bowler." Challenge <laughs> accepted. as a quick exactly. It's a challenge accepted. They knew who they were working with. I know. If, given you, if you're a coach out there and you want me to get the best out of me, Mark Robinson, <laughs> challenge me. <laughs> tell me I'm not. Tell me I'm an old hag and that I can't find another gear, and I'll I'll f- show you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's it. And and he got the very when I thought I was, you know, on the big decline, he did challenge me in that way. And I I chose to I'll always choose to actually. This is why retiring so bloody hard, because I'll never <laughs> not try <laughs> to be better. <laughs> well, you had <laughs> yeah. you had
3: an injury when Rabbi was there as well, didn't you? Mm. You had a back um <laughs> episode. I
0: have them intermittently for four years. It's
3: great. well, yeah. But he always wanted you to try your best to get to the team or I like, mm. get to play. Because you went to the West Indies not knowing if you were going to play or not.
0: Mm. Some of the it's not we never talk about the, the, the injuries do we as mm. athletes, but mm. trust me, like some of the stuff I've had have challenged me beyond all capabilities and mental capacities living with sciatica for nine weeks solid was I would not wish it on the worst person in the whole world I know it sounds very dramatic but it's very hard to describe until you've been through it it's like just pain all day every day and you could you just cry because there's no there's no you can't stop it (laughs) and this is getting very dark now but I'm just trying to describe some of the places I've been during yeah. these. In- like, And you not- keep putting yourself through it. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'll come back to it again. Yeah. If you can get through that, you can get through anything, honestly. I can't even. Is it... Nat's seen one or two of these episodes. Uh, like nothing she's ever seen. I was no. back. We got new bifold doors on our house, <laughs> and I'm at <got> 2 o'clock <laughs> in the morning banging the head on the on the bifold glass like this going help me
2: help me <laughs> can you imagine no right I can't imagine what this like what this is like Brunty because I remember my first training camp Crossy had to put my socks on for me because I couldn't bend down it's and I just on. <laughs> the scan was
3: that
1: the scan episode yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember you can I'm, definitely relate oh god <laughs> i remember the 2014 ashes when you had another back episode and i was bowling at the nets at the wacker and you came up to me and you're like i need to decide if i want to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life or try and come back to cricket and this was my first tour and i was like "Why? how is that a I decision? You ever said that to <laughs> I, honestly it was like my first trip i was
0: bowling my seventh over of the day i was like i think i might just leave it there now thanks do you know what, I yeah. forgot about that, but now you said it, that rings a lot of bells. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I am, though, like that, Anna, I, Cossie? Yeah. Allie. I'm very mm-hmm. honest. You're very honest, too, actually. Both, <laughs> both of you, but mainly you well. Like, we just say what we think or say how you feel. It gets in a lot of trouble, but yeah. it's, it's an environment where you've got to be open and honest. And yeah. me, arguably, too open and honest with a lot of foul <laughs> language, but... and. Burping and fighting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We do overshare, don't we? But it's important to know what people are going through because when you're going through stuff like that, you think you're the only person in the world that's suffering and it's just hell when actually everyone is. Like going through the last two years of COVID, I'm just like, I, I, I actually want to know. I actually wanted to know how you were all suffering, if at all, because I thought I feel crap. And I didn't know if that was wrong to feel like that, as in as in, what I'm seeing is that no one else is really struggling. Yeah. Is it, why, so, why do I feel like this? No, everyone else is all right. I better get myself sought. Like, yeah. when actually it would have been helpful, you know, how everyone was feeling. Mm. I said that. I think everyone yeah. should carry a sign. Be like, I'm yeah. feeling shit. I feel crap today. Give me a hug. Or, like,
1: you know, when you used to, <laughs> when you were younger. Weird. When you're young and you went to Ionapa and you had that traffic light party with a red sticker, green sticker, amber sticker, you just put it on your head. Ionapa,
0: Ionapa,
2: I- um, Nat, what's the secret to your success? You're the best all-rounder in the world. Like you two are just incredible cricketers. Nat, why are you so good?
3: Um, I don't know.
2: I think when <laughs> I think
3: probably growing up and playing everything under the sun (laughs) like and competing with with boys like Catherine said playing in a boys team I know we it's funny because we're like we need more girls teams and we need more girls to play cricket and so you want obviously the the thing to improve would be to have more girls teams and have more girls clubs but then I think everyone here has probably played in a boys team and improved because of it and yeah so I do wonder if there's a reason why everyone who's here has probably played in a boys team and Mm. had to overcome something like that but not overcome because everyone probably had different experiences playing in those teams but
0: it just kind of makes every experience after that a little bit easier yeah
3: it does and yeah because you're not sure if you're gonna go to the disabled toilets in the next building to um (laughs) put your whites on or yeah
0: to mention anyway. about periods while you're in your whites, guys. So I would <laughs> yeah. throw that one out there.
2: That's when I, I first came on my period at uh, Cricket Gaming Whites. Oh,
0: my God, <laughs> did you?
2: Yeah. Oh, was I was, like, 17. It, I was I a real late bloomer.
0: Oh, 17? I'm sorry to all the male listeners out there, but <laughs> just giving you some real talk. Fibs, I can tell you why you're so
1: good at cricket. It's because you, a length that every single female cricketer in the world drives, you can play off the back foot, and hit everyone through mid wicket, and it's really f- annoying. That's so why you're so good at cricket.
0: Preach! I have like bowling in the net. She's just gets right on my tits.
3: Well, oh, facing Catherine in the is awful. Actually, um, Catherine has oh. also helped me a lot. Not not only from being with her, but actually, I mean, in at uni, she was my coach for a year. Um, and she asked me one day whether I was really serious about. Playing for England, and at that time I was um fat. Nat, Batman. he was really, really enjoying uni, having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> we now. we've all had that stage. Doing just doing what you should do at uni. I can really. show you
0: a food diary if you like.
3: <laughs> we had to write food. We had to send food diaries to Catherine every week. On we had to give it in on Thursday, maybe Thursday lunchtime, and Wednesday was the big night to go out with with the cricket team the sports night
1: <laughs> so, so you have you to just, write 17 vks down on you
3: yeah correct. so you just sort of copy and paste bits and bobs from last week the week before Helen was just... <laughs> one
0: of my favorites because she was just always extremely truthful she put like she put like seven jager bombs uh, 12 apple sours and um, six gnts minus um, and a full roast chicken in the oven before i went out and a loaf of bread I swear to god a loaf of bread and I was I'd, the calories for the night honestly were about 8,200 and I just couldn't, sure. I couldn't fathom this but she was stick thin and the best athlete in the whole world so it's like you eat and drink what you like Well,
3: you could put minus for spewing.
0: oh yeah <laughs> 2,000 calori- calories for the spew
3: they got cancelled out so that was good
0: Anyway, that in, in between me trying to say something serious, we got on to um for the listeners out there, that, that noise was <coughs> naturally striking me.
3: <laughs> Catherine one day asked me whether I was serious about playing cricket for England. And I was in the middle of enjoying myself, but really <laughs> I was. And in my previously in my life, I'd been serious about things, but not in my head I've been serious about things, but then not acted on it. Yeah. So I didn't want that to be another act Yeah, for me, wanting to play for England, but not, but just going about it in the wrong way. Yeah. So that was really. There were a lot. The start of the change. A lot of really. girls
0: around at that time at the unit. There's a lot. There was, you know, Tammy, Lauren, Shippers, you, Anya, Amy, Beth, Georgia, Anya, Georgia. Loads yeah. of amazing cricketers come through that you didn't know were, were there yet, and they all kind of maybe were on the same level. And then, obviously, if they're all spending time together, you, you all feed off each other, don't you? So everyone's quite relaxed, quite laid back, loving the union life and not sure what angle to go. Um. Yeah. And then I sent Natalie a hilarious email at Christmas. Oh, my God.
3: I've still got it. <laughs> I, um, This was after the serious chat. And then, Catherine, I think... I don't know why you were the di- dietitian as well, like, <laughs>
0: Well, no, it was kind of forced upon me. I didn't want to do the dietary role.
3: Anyway, she sent me an email specifying what I was allowed to eat on (laughs) Christmas Day.
0: Let's keep this inspiration (laughs) on that.
3: Yeah, I was in France as well. So, you know, there's a lot of delicious bread and cheese Cheese. and wine and drinking. Um, And yeah. I mean I followed it mostly, I'd say. (laughs)
1: Lies.
3: (laughs) No, I did I I did change what I ate that year, which was very sad that I did. But I did lose a lot of skin folds anyway.
0: Inspirational lines
1: about me. But now it's I mean it's played off. It's worth it. You look at you now. Look at you both now. You're both two of the best all-rounders in the world. So the dietician Kathy B work.
0: This is what happened. She listened to everything I said on that email. Came back and within what? How long? What back at uni? Yeah, once she come back from France oh, for really? holidays, it was like two months, two three months. She went from one hundred and eighty five mil to like one hundred and forty. She lost forty five yeah, mil like on her skin is, which we all know is a lot. That is a lot, and <laughs> and then obviously continued on from then a hell of a lot more. To half that now. So it's like, yeah. I she she got the most of the I did, got the memo. Got the teeth up <laughs> yeah, the ass did.
1: Right. Enough about Kathy B as a dietitian. So I actually feel really honored here because I'm on this Zoom call with three of the defending champions of this ODI World Cup. Whoop, 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 whoop. So I'm going to ask for some help because I've actually not played any games in any World Cup cricket. And I need some advice. Like, what is the best advice that you can all give me about going into this World Cup that we've got?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Don't (sighs) yourself. (laughs) Physically or mentally?
2: Mine would be... (laughs) Okay. Mine would be, like, enjoy it for what it is because it could be a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It was for me. I've never had the opportunity to play for England after that. So just go and enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I think 100%. this one
3: is probably gonna be have a different feel to it, a bit like all of the cricket we've played in the last two years. But I think not taken away from that and still, I guess, knowing that like each hotel you go in, oh, I don't know if that's gonna be the case now, but you, you like see a different team and you're like, Oh god, we've got to play them next, or like, oh, they've just played someone else. And it like when we were all together. It like in England there was like five teams in the hotel and you're like it sort of felt very exciting but
1: is it a bit, it a bit squid game like you see who comes back and who's happy and who's sad and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically
3: <laughs> well squid game people wouldn't come back
1: well when we get to the knockout stages maybe that's squid game
0: <laughs> yeah. you, you're on the ICC fight home sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mine's a little bit opposite tonight mine would be to to stay in your lane so That cannot obviously be misinterpreted, that sentence. But for me, it's about, and it's quite selfish, but concentrating on you, your job, your role. So, like, it's obviously a team game, and there's loads of other teams. There's loads of fixtures. You can think about four fixtures on. You can think about the team with you and and how they're performing, you you know, the person you (sighs) are rolling with or... um, person you that's before you or after you like literally just staying in lane right what's my role what does the team need for me now from one game to the next and it's it's so hard to do because you always think about the tournament as a whole and I am guilty I've already looked at all the fixtures and thought certain things but it is literally the best thing you can do is just concentrate on the very next game and just focusing all your energy on that trust me, by the time you get to the final, if you get there, is you are f- tired. You're tired, you're mentally drained, and it's really hard to take it all in, but you must must take it all in because, like say says, it can be a once-in-a-lifetime thing, or, and it also comes and goes like that. And you think, Christ, that was a huge tournament and didn't really pay attention. You're just so focused and staying in your lane. You didn't take around take in like the crowd or the noise around you. So it's only when you watch back you're like, oh my God, look how mint that was. Like those people in the crowd, they're going crazy. So you just gave me more attention. Stay in your lane,
1: but look outside your lane.
0: (laughs) 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 It's like when Nat tells me to go for a walk and she's like and she's like, look up. I'm like, what are you on about? Well, is there a plane or something? And she's like, no, don't you just, when you go for a walk, you tend to look at your feet, don't you, and where you are walking, You don't take in all the lovely scenery and, and be mindful of where you are and what you're doing. So I think it would be to look up and stay in your lane.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't trip over your own feet, got it.
0: And interpret that how you would like.
2: <laughs> I, I agree with that because I remember thinking... I was on the pitch in like Bristol, and I was like, "I'm going to play cricket for the next ten years." Like, and this is great. Look at me now.
1: Yeah, but you're commentating. <laughs> same, same. You're still with us. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, to be fair, I don't have the team meetings, which is kind of a good thing. Mm. And you've yes. not got, you've not
1: got a bowl in the slot anymore, so that was a good thing.
2: <laughs> um.
1: Well, so excluding <laughs> excluding winning, what were your highlights or lowlights of the 2017 World Cup? First question, please, to contestant number one, Catherine Brunt.
0: Oh god. Highlights and low lights. Low light was the very first game, Derby. And it was the What it was it was a low light, but it was the biggest learning of the whole tournament. We got absolutely smashed by India at Derby. And it was like India are here. They're very bloody good. Don't underestimate them. I don't think that this tournament will be anything less than very hard. And so proceeded the next, however many weeks of extremely tough cricket, a lot of competition, and the rebirth of Indian the Indian cricket team. And it was just like, wow, there's your lesson. Move on, and we literally got better and better and better and better.
3: It was just a bit of a shock, wasn't it? Yes, all the expectation. For the first game, we were like, yeah, we were the very, not to mention we got told
0: the wicket would be fast and bouncy and it wasn't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it was just like we were expecting to get off to a great start and
0: be brilliant. And then it went. So that was the low light. Low light, but a big, huge learning curve. And then the highlight was the final, like literally rocked up and it's Lords. And you don't expect lords to be vibey and bouncing, but it was bouncing, and I was just like, "Oh my Christ!" Like looking off a balcony. If I thought if I thought my heart was racing, like try a bit like I was I've actually standing. got
1: goosebumps here. This is so this is so cool.
0: Honestly, it was forming to palpitations. I was thinking about talking to the doctor. I was like, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to hear your heartbeat, and you shouldn't be able to see your chest moving. Like what? What's occurring, but it was just the the occasion. I was like, "Oh, now we're here, is it?" And there was ladies swinging on things outside our balcony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, wasn't it? it was, she had like, this like big ball. Yeah, She's on like a floating balloon and just like swinging around on this wire. And I was just yeah. like, "This is an actual spectacle. This is this is mad." And people, it was so it was deafening when you know when things were happening in the game from one. Yeah dramatic thing to the next it was just like unbelievable
1: okay same question to contestant number two Alex
2: please oh um my low light is actually my biggest regret in my cricketing career during that world cup and it was getting so drunk that I don't remember singing the team song in the dressing room (laughs) how I have no recollection of it how did you get so drunk in that short space of time?
0: She'd because probably not we, eaten did, we did it for three days.
2: I hadn't <laughs> eaten all day because I kept being sick because I was so nervous. And then we did a lap of honour and I drank a whole magnum of champagne. The whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, do you know what? There is a video
0: of that if you wish to relive it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've I had I had someone send it to me. So that's my biggest regret because that's a low light. Don't remember it. It's what we worked so hard for as well, and I just completely messed it up. Mm-hmm. Um, highlight was it's obviously going to be the fi- like moment of the final. Um, Eileen Ash ringing the bell for us to go out and sing the national anthem, which was class.
1: I actually well. missed that bit. I was late to the ground because there were so many queues to get in. And I remember Heather talking about how you sang the national anthem and there was a picture of Rachel Hayhoe Flint and Eileen obviously rang the bell and it was just so emotional. And like, I'm so gutted I missed that moment, but it sounded so poignant. You
2: actually missed that moment because my ex boyfriend got stuck in a cubicle at a services.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> Had to break him out because <laughs> he was putting his suit on, bless him.
0: You know oh. what, do you know what's interesting? I don't actually remember any of that. Really? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, because of what I said about my advice, staying, <laughs> staying here. <laughs> no, honestly, if you, if you like... That's why it's so hard to look up, because if you take in too much, it can get on top of you and just like be too much. Mm. So if you start crying in the anthem, because it's just such an emotional moment, and you fall to pieces... And you've got to try and bowl. You've got to try and open the ball, ball the first ball where everyone's going, uh. and then you bowl a beamer for five wide. Wait, like, we batted first? Yeah, I know, but just saying. <laughs> this is like, why. Go on, Nat. Yeah, like, what's
1: exactly.
3: your highlight, low light? Um, my low light was the first game as well. Um, just being so disappointed that we didn't live up to our own expectations, really. Because we, because obviously Robo had like earmarked the tournament obviously as a big one in our calendar, and we've we been talking about sure it for like ourselves. a year ago, like a year in advance. We went to Lords um,
1: when Alex Stanson did that chat for oh, us, yeah. and she we did a um, like the walk around it, wasn't it? So it felt familiar yeah. when we got there on the final day, like eighteen months yeah. before
3: it. Yeah, and then. So the expect our own expectations of ourselves was so high and then yeah, we were a bit of a flop on the first game. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with the the final being the highlight. I was I walked out to bat.
1: Now you scored a hundred in this tournament.
3: Well I know, but (laughs) the World Cup hundred. I could say that and I could say winning the game against the australians and taking the catch off catherine i, do, I have <laughs> taken the catch off that catherine was a very
0: good catch actually
3: at cow but walking out to bat and uh, through the long room which is quite is very stressful actually because yeah. you don't want to get timed out because <laughs> usually you just set the dog out and you walk out and that's fine because you can walk slowly but you have to like f- walk downstairs and walk through all these and people and not fall over not fall over in your spikes honestly, and actually worry. i remember seeing um fran's dad on my walkout <laughs> friend of the podcast <laughs> your favorite mm-hmm. um and yeah just walking out onto the pitch and looking around I, I was i was looking up i was looking at the crowd and just taking that all in and yeah i just being there on that day i don't know if i'll like, experience anything like that again mm-hmm walking out
1: to the middle wow well i'm excited now thank you i'll make sure i look down look up look around don't look down in your lane Stop. out your lane in your lane yeah. yeah take it all
0: in don't take it in don't spew don't no. drink a of champagne no
1: spewing don't yep. look at the big screen if i miss field off brunty yep. yeah you
2: don't know. do that i'll do that that's that etched in my brain forever um <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm only messing. I'm only winding you up. I think we've had you on for way longer Crazy than we said long. we would. So. We did say only-
1: Brunty waffles, so we needed to take into consideration that this might. My name
2: is Lindy. We normally do a quiz with our guests, but
1: do you do you want to do a quiz? Because we know you normally do a lot of misses and misses, but we thought we'd do yeah, it go on. this time. It quick see-
2: fire, quick fire, go! <laughs> so we've got Nat versus Catherine. Who's the best? We're gonna have.
0: Um, oh, Nat, I've, I've got your me.
2: questions. Crossy's got Bronte's. Who
0: wants to go oh, first? Okay. Nat,
2: um, I will. Nat, how many international runs have you scored?
3: <laughs> this is too hard. Can I have a ball? Like, can I have a a? a...
2: It's more than five.
3: It is. <laughs> I don't know. Three thousand nine hundred and sixty-five.
2: Not far off, but wrong. 4,338. Oh, well done. You've
1: okay. well yeah, got 4,000. Well, Catherine well done. Brunt, first, first question. How many international wickets have
0: you taken? International across all formats. Yes. I hate you. One minute. Didn't you just look that up? No, I did. You can get tattooed on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Harry told me I was near something So I had to see what he was talking about Well you've just gone past, so you've gone past the milestone It was unfortunately T20s And that's gone now So we're the another year for that
3: You have to play more T20s One more moment
0: please uh, 260 <laughs> 310
1: 310-ish 312 nearly but wrong Yes! That was close to
0: the
2: <laughs> You didn't get the point
1: there did you? No points, unfortunately.
2: Nil, nil. <laughs> Nat, you are fifth in the world, but for what? So you've got a record, you're fifth, for what is it? A little clue, you will definitely become the best in the world in the near future. Might have talked about some being
1: missed or falling on the floor. Fifth in the world most catches.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh man,
3: you do so far ahead. I would have had two more this trip.
2: So the the world record is 68 at the minute by Susie Bates, and you're on 45. So you're definitely gonna get there. Oh. Yeah, boy.
1: You are joint number one in the world for the for taking the most amount of wickets in a certain dismissal in Test cricket. What is it? What dismissal? It's going to be. He joined with Gossie.
0: Yeah. Gossie? So it yeah. should be like, red.
1: Why are you conferring? You're I... against
3: each other.
0: Just... Why are you saying that? Okay, it's the definitely... most obvious thing in the world. It's
3: definitely strangled our leg. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nope. LBW, 18. <laughs> yeah.
0: I knew it was LBW. She does that on purpose. <laughs> and you thought I was caught behind, didn't you? Yeah, I thought She's, I was caught behind. She does <laughs> so it all the time. Well, I didn't know the answer.
2: I was crying. Can't believe this. Uh, now, what are your best ODI bowling figures? Three for three. Correct.
1: Brunty, what are your best T20 figures? <laughs>
0: This is in the T-train final, isn't it?
2: Three for six.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: So on that, we want you to argue whose was better. Um, mine.
0: mine. <laughs> <laughs> How many ages do you have? Was what? yours in a World Cup final? No, mine was so in the World Cup though. Was yours in a World Cup final? Not a final. Right. <laughs>
2: Move on, move on, move on, <laughs> moving on. Sorry, I've created. Something. I got out to West Nat, India scored... and said that
3: they were ruining women's cricket <laughs> by just like you know
2: all of the balls. <laughs> Anyways, I can well. remember that, it was horrific. Um, <laughs> Nat, you've scored 2,275 ODI runs. How many boundaries have you hit? Oh, wow, <sighs>
0: she runs a lot, so probably not as many as you think, <laughs> not really. That GPS is off the scale. Just, come on, 50. <laughs> no.
3: 200.
0: 259.
1: Oh, well done. Brunty, have you hit more sixes in T20 cricket or one-day cricket? One day. No.
0: T20, <laughs>
1: 10. No! And eight in ODI cricket.
0: Oh. Oh, God, surely ODI, because I've played... 1,000 games. Yeah. I've probably only hit eight in my career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, nah, final one. How many Instagram followers do you have?
0: Oh, wow.
1: 52,000. Oh, correct. Point. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Brunty. That's how much we live on the gram. I'm on the gram. Brunty, guess. have you
1: played more one-day cricket Or have you posted more on Instagram?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is um, not how I like to live my life on the gram. So I've played more one-day cricket.
1: Yes, you've played one hundred and thirty-one ODIs, and you've posted one hundred and thirty times on Instagram.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear! Point. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. And sorry, we took a whole hour of your day. Oh my gosh! Sorry to all the listeners whole... for
0: enduring my waffling. <laughs> it is, um, a, I've got problems. You have been
1: Wendyed. Yeah, Wendy Waffler. But honestly, you've been amazing. You've been very open. You've been very honest. You should be very proud of yourselves. And we can't wait for the wedding.
0: Whee! 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 Open wedding! <laughs> Happy wedding, everybody!
2: Love you. Bye.
0: Okay, bye. bye.
2: Oh, my, Gideon.
1: I mean, now you know why we call the Wendy Waffler, but how amazing are those two?
2: And you can see why they work so well together as well, can't you?
1: Yeah, they're like polar opposites, but they just, they fit together perfectly. And you know what? I've obviously played cricket with them both in the same team for a while now, and I don't think I've ever seen them in that dynamic that they were in today. Like, as chatty, as open, as funny. Not that they're not funny, but, you know, like, I don't know it just I just saw a different side of them today and I really enjoyed that episode.
2: Yeah, it was it was good fun and the way they both op- opened up about life experiences and cricket and them together good on them. Thank you.
1: No, they were brilliant. We're really conscious it was a long episode so we've not done much of me and Lee this time. Um but we hope everyone's all right. Don't have a clue what's going back on in the UK but we hope everything's fine. Um if you want to you can email us on No Balls Podcast
2: at bbc.co.uk
1: No Balls Podcast at bbc.co.uk It's so good. It's so good. They've They've said 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 it twice.
2: Crossy, before we go, good luck in the World Cup.
1: Mate, we'll do an episode before that.
2: Oh, lovely. We've got a guest for next week as well.
1: Alex, before you go, good luck in quarantine.
2: Yeah, thank you, honey.
0: Bye,
1: everyone. Bye. Bye.
2: Cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley balls down the track. Comes scoring. This time Chicken
3: connects. It's either six or out. It's six.
2: There's loads of live sport on BBC Sounds.
1: We're underway. Follow all the action from the Premier League. The many twists and turns of the Six Nations.
3: They might have numbers here. He's up to the line. He's over the line. He's scored.
1: Live
0: sport from Five Live. Proper try, proper rugby, proper finish. Listen on BBC Sounds.